0: Prime Minds, Episode 20, Revenge of the Slice. And boom, just like that, it is Episode 20. Again, this is King Dav. It's me. I'm with Vita G, Z Mackin, by the dip. Uh, I think we hit a little bit of a milestone here, guys. And to celebrate a milestone, we didn't do very much prep for today. I don't think there's a whole lot to talk about. There's one really big subject we'll bring up, some gameplay coming up. But how y'all feeling? How are you feeling for episode 20 today?
1: Man, this is by the dip. Super hype, dude. Uh, 20 episodes went by fast, learned a lot, um, messed up a lot, <laughs> went through some changes. But uh, we're getting better every episode, and I'm just glad to be doing this with you boys, getting to the Web3 space, getting to the NFT space, and... Uh, doing dd for people and uh just being on here man thank you guys
2: oh yeah good morning this is uh v2g um yeah i i, I love that our our present to ourselves was that we didn't do prep I, like for some reason that feels that feels opposite than i would normally do so i love it i'm just trying new things doing different stuff um but yeah just stoked to get in with it get into it with you all
0: wow. yeah <laughs> Fucking impromptu, man! It's like a, we're like a jazz band today. Man, Go man that man. Man, it, baby.
2: <laughs> See
3: Mac over here. You know, we're just this is true Web three guys. We're just trying different things and seeing what works the best and rolling with it. So I'm excited today, though. It's it's been a a nice break and everything. Weather up here is not quite as hot. Heat's taking a dip, so it's getting more more. uh More really, actually purchasable for people who don't have large incomes. Um, The economy isn't looking all that bad, so I mean, we got things to talk about today, and I'm ready to chop it up, boys.
0: Yeah, maybe we'll get into a little bit of ETH dipping and NFT buying strategy, which will definitely be not any financial advice, but maybe we'll get into that second. But first, we got some details. Like, look, I don't know if y'all noticed, but I changed my avatar. I seen that the Whisperer has these dope ass dance moves, and this is one that I minted, uh, one out of the two that I minted, and this is a Whisperer with the matching Divinity War paint, which I hear might have some regenerative health type of qualities. We'll see. Um, and then I got the uh, the e tail feather, the epic tail feather. So I'm, I think he's gonna have some dope ass look good on that dance floor. But that will be in the slice. Yeah, what y'all think? First of all, yeah, who are you bringing into the Slice uh, when you get the chance to get in?
3: i was got to say, if you're going to go do some dancing with that one, you got to go and shake your tail feathers,
2: bro. Like yes, that's that. it. That's what I was going to say. I was like, Blues Brothers, bend over, let me see you shake your tail feathers. Just kept running through my head. Oh, I was thinking more Nelly. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's
0: just different. That's just different. So I like guys, guy. Who are you guys bringing in? Are you bringing an avatar in? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I got uh,
3: the Whisper too, so I'll be bringing my Whisper in for sure, um, mm-hmm. but it depends, too, because I do have, uh, if they're going to let the Stage 2 people in, right, if it's only going to be the first three houses, or if it's going to be all six families, because I, I got a Finner and a Ceres too. So
0: in the them. Slice, they said that you're bringing in what NFT, the NFT you're holding, the one that you have, all or whichever one families. you choose.
2: Yeah, all 12 families, all 12, or all attributes. Yeah, I'll well, that's be, pretty I'll, I'll Mix be, it uh, up. And
1: uh, dip the conqueror. So I'm going to be having the gondola in there.
3: <laughs> nice. Is that going to be your. So that's the question, though. Is you, are you going to be. With you having like 15, you could literally switch it up. You could troll people hard, bro. <laughs> no one would know who you were. <laughs> yeah,
1: man. I might do that. I might make a couple of burner names. So you guys better watch out.
0: Different <laughs> <The> Yeah. <wallets. laughs> So I think I have the details. I'll just go through the details. It looks like um, registration starts next Thursday for people that want to get in. Um, And then on September 15th, they're going to have 20 people in the slice. The 20 holders, you know, not the dev team. Um, CA itself will choose 19 people. And then the community is going to vote on the 20th. And this is just...
3: I'm going to put my nomination up right now for Vita. (laughs)
0: Vote for Vita. Hey, let's vote for Vita. Oh, you're going to vote for yourself. Oh, okay. Well, that's really nice. I know. (laughs) Nah, bro. After
3: how selfless you were earlier and gave Clinton Lambert and had that contest, bro, you definitely deserve to be up in there. Wow. Well,
0: CA has 20 people to choose. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Like, I I can only think of 20 people that are active in Discord, on Twitter, sharing things. That's been that's been like contributing to the community. I think that was the criteria is like who's a positive, con- who makes positive contributions to the community. Yep, um, they
3: definitely said that that was going to be a, uh, a big uh, figuring into who they choose. So
0: mm-hmm. it means if if you
3: are questionable out there on if you've positively contributed to the community, get out there and make something. Get out there and retweet all the tweets. I went through uh, champs tweet yesterday and we had like you know somewhere close to 40 comments on there and i just went through and liked and retweeted every single one and if we had all 40 people do that retweet and like every single uh, comment that wasn't their own that's going to be like a couple hundred pings to his twitter that's the type of shit that gets noticed. Yeah,
1: that's the biggest thing I do, man. Is I retweet, like, say, if Z Mac retweets, I retweet his tweet and like it. Like, that's how you just get the numbers up there, even though you don't have a lot of people in our active community. We can still make a big presence.
3: Uh huh. Oh, you know, I retweet his retweet of my retweet. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, the thing I, I was curious though is uh, with the international community, um, how how are those folks getting factored in, right? Because it's like it's twenty people who are active or twenty-ish, right, uh, give or take, that are active in the English channels. Um, but like I I've heard that the Korean channel is like very active, but like I, I don't I don't speak Korean, so um, language I just I don't know how to read it or or speak it, so. um Curious how that's going to happen, like if they're going to have international folks in there as well, um, because then you'd potentially have a potential language barrier if you're inviting folks in, so um, that is one aspect I I am a little bit curious to find out about when they open up Slice. Yeah, and I've noticed
3: too that a lot of people have been starting to come out of the cracks recently
0: for the town halls and things like that, Mm -hmm. so something's going on. on. Last second. So, for one, yeah, uh, Vita, I think that's important is to get, like, uh, some global presence in there. If for anything, to, damn, to spread the damn word in Korea, like, if anything, they can talk about their experience on any, like, reach that they have. Korea, South America, well, what was it? South America, like, wherever people are playing at, right? Australia, I think. Maybe have, like, some sort of global presence in there. Um, and honestly, I wouldn't, I would be happy just as long as there's one Prime Mind person in there as a nod to what we're doing. It doesn't even have to be me. Actually, I probably would be a waste, like, because I'll just walk around. I'm not that good of a gamer to, like, go into it in detail, to talk about my experience. But, you know, I think some of you guys will be good for that. I could sit this one out. <laughs> yeah, I think um, them trying to do the international
3: thing probably won't happen right away because it even specifically states that when you, based on what the pre-registration information says, like, um, on your server... Like, their server location is going to have an impact on where they can have people come in. Ah. Uh,
0: so, that makes sense, too.
3: I, I think that's going to probably be a couple weeks, like towards the end of September or um, beginning to middle of October, that they're going to be able to actually get worldwide base in. Unless they're yeah, they actually it. just out there killing it, bro. And if that's the case, then it's going to be a happy surprise.
0: Well, they're saying in October they're going to open up to all holders, like, all right. more and more. So, more, more, more quick factual details before we really get into it is um, it'll be open one day. I'm not even sure. I don't think they put the time, and I'm not sure what time zone they would use time zone they would use if they did put the time, but September 15th it would be open for one day, and then it closes after that first inaugural day, and then it opens up again the week after. And then it stays open from, I think, Thursday till Sunday, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, it'd be Thursday to Sunday. That was their active times to where you can be active in there.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And then then incrementally, just adding more people, more holders, little by little, or maybe a lot by a lot, actually, because then they're saying, by October, everyone that holds gets to be in the uh, sleeping carcadon and the courtyard outside, right? If I'm not mistaken about that, too. Or they start yeah, opening up. They start opening up the doors, to fit more people.
3: Yep, they want to open the courtyard where we saw that large uh, black shard. That's most likely a portal to somewhere. Uh-huh. Um, either hmm. hello or the moon, but I don't think I don't know. We'll see. And if you guys are
0: watching YouTube right now, we're seeing clips of the sleeping cart. Um, what we we're going to say, but also what are we going to expect in the gameplay once we're let in there? But go ahead with that thought.
2: Well, I just, I, didn't somebody on our show, I think it was either, uh, uh, I should probably know this since I was there, it was either Casa Messina or Ice Toad said that was a portal to the moon room.
0: That's right. That's right. That was the guess, and yeah, yeah, Dip said that, and then they they confirmed it, like Dip was confirmed. Yeah, they yeah. called it. Mm-hmm. Dip, yeah, that was Ice Toad. Um, as far as uh,
2: gameplay, I, I, as, as they... Tend to do, they've actually given us like a lot of hints about things in the images that they're submitting and in some of the like narrative, you know, updates that they're getting out. Um, so, uh, they did say that they're gonna have um, Liar's Dice or uh, Dito, 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 Dito. um, uh, Dudo, there we go. Um, they're gonna have that, they're also gonna have Hardcore Racing, which they said, um, we will, was really egg on what influence the player would have on hardcore racing. It sounds like we will have some influence, but we will not be controlling the hardcores themselves, which also makes sense because we don't currently have hardcore pets. Um, so, um, there's that. Um, I think, you know, in this other narrative in the leak for this week, I used to put in a ton of information about um, there's going to be mini games and you're going to get raffle tickets, um, and I think a lot of that is hinted at in actually last week's Leak. You can look around in that image. There's all sorts of stuff in there. There's axes being thrown at targets. There's um, there's something else that I forgot about, but um, so that's what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. They
1: they uh, they confirm those two games. But as we look at this video, and then as they're going into the hall, I see oh I see that uh, there's like four darts there.
0: Mm-hmm. Also playing dartboards, or just playing, oh, the game's on the wall.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, are we talking about what we're going to be able to get into for it, when Slice opens, or are we talking about what we're going to be able to get into when they open Alpha up? Because I think that they're probably going to be very limited in what they actually put into Slice for now.
0: Yeah, I think for well, Slice alpha right now, is, it's too. Right, well, Alpha is just the, uh, PvP, right fighting i think Alpha's
3: gonna be well that's
0: yeah alpha of
3: combat yeah i guess okay.
1: yeah uh-huh. he said they're specifically working on 1v1s right now saying that the karkadon's very op so they gotta uh nerf him a little bit the aos is op they gotta nerf him a little bit the Whispers doing really good i don't know if they're gonna um nerf him as well
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they Remember got Mike about like nine their favorite. more. Yeah, was, the one, was the one they used. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think so. I think they were, had more. I think they said that a couple times. Like they're further along on some of the players. Um, and I don't know, right? Not to know the timeline, but it seems like they got. They're looking at three more to start, but they got about nine more to go. If they're, are far along with the Whisperer, the cark, and the Aos. Well, yeah, and they've been working
3: on the Keymaster, Fenrir, and Saris as well. That's why I was wondering at the beginning of the episode Next if we're going to have those three... So if we're going to have half the families available to go into Slice or just three families.
0: Oh, he, he right? did say it's all 12. All, all, 12, 12, all 12, based on your
3: slice. I'm sorry, the, uh, what it, we're talking about for the PvP? pre-registration. No, pre-registration, that's coming up. The early registrations
0: for the Slice. The
3: sleeping carcadon.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which yep. is Slice.
2: Slice and carcadon are the same. They're sleeping carcadon are the same. And that's what pre-registration is for. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, yep.
1: I know we got some exciting news too, guys. Like, right now, look at the screen. And is this exciting or what?
3: I got a ride. That's, <laughs> hard. that's, that's so the man himself. At. Like, the number one popular NFT promoter that everybody fucking knows. Even
0: Martha Stewart knows.
1: Yeah, so a lot of guys...
0: oh Snoop Snoop's son bought an NFT or Snoop himself. Both, both. Yep, yep. That was some big heard, news, I... and it
3: happened right in between the dev talks, between the the early on Thursday, the early dev talk, and the uh, the one with Tramel or Oscar Hobbs. We uh, that one between the two is when it came through. So. That was some crazy Please. big news, and uh, in the Discord, I was going back through it, and um, Johnny Casamacino himself said, like, you don't even know. He, he straight up said, you don't even know. So By what? When, that's wh- when the news came out that Snoop and his son had, had bought it, um, mm-hmm. camps. Casamacino's straight up on there, you don't even know. Like, that's what he said. So, we have <laughs> no idea what, I guess what, I don't what know. kind of stuff's in their mind.
0: Let's see. I'm looking up Snoop's right now. That's oh, he one of those got a known a
3: unknowns, right?
0: Yeah. yeah we, we know we, we got don't got know.
1: Snoop's son, and the bullish thing here is that they bought it, right? Because obviously, if they wanted to, I'm pretty sure they could get one for free. Because we we're, you know, there was a time we were giving them out to influencers with the Gang of Bots on their channel. So I, I, I know these guys could have got a free one if they wanted, but they bought it. So I'm super bullish on that.
0: Which is cool. I hear Snoop's a gamer. I hear Snoop, Snoop's a sweat. Is that true?
1: Yeah. He's a Call of Duty man. That guy is so sick. Like, I just watch his clips on YouTube. This guy will kill like seven or eight people. Like, within the same <laughs> area, bro. And, and they can't kill him. So, yeah, he definitely is.
0: Oh, man. I'm going to look for Snoop. I, the sleeping carcass seems like it's more of a social place, walk around, you get to show off your your characteristics, you know, uh how you look. I I'm guessing you can type, I don't know if you can communicate if that's a, that's been answered like voice or at least text to each other?
1: Yeah, and I you know what? I think that's what Crystal Wolf's biggest thing is, is bringing the social aspect, like what he brought with MySpace, he wants to bring that to web3 gaming.
0: Mhm. Uh-huh. But we can expect that in the slices, maybe just walking around talking to people, maybe doing do a dance move in yeah. the mini games.
1: Mm-hmm. It,
2: it's also pretty cool. becomes, it also becomes like a like our, our gateway, right? Like so This just popped in my head. When they actually release Alpha for gameplay, I don't know if this is the way that this is going to happen, right? This is speculation, but um, we might be able to walk out of the Sleeping Carcadon with our character, go to some notice board, and sign ourselves up, right? And then, when it's time, we can actually walk over with our character to the Colosseum Eternal. And then maybe there will be an additional sign in screen where you can either choose your own NFT or use one of the other ones. Right? So, we'll, like at that point, we're actually in the game. We're interacting with the world. So, they can build that kind of stuff in instead of just running a Google form through a
0: Discord, which is not as fun. Right. Right. It just starts expanding from there. That's the idea that I got is this, like once it starts, they just keep expanding from, from where we're at. So, I think, I think the portal even has something to do with that. You know, uh, we shall see. I have a quick question. It's like when you play, like the actual technical when you play. So, I'm guessing you sit down by your computer, you download software. Because I'm, I'm be the first to confess, I've not played a Web3 game yet. You download the software, you're connecting your wallet. What does that look like? So if you guys have experience, it's
1: gonna be on based on it's gonna be on their uh, a desktop server, right? So you're gonna sign in your wallet through their website, and that's gonna probably bring you through to the slice. So you, you don't really have to download anything. You would just do it from the, the browser.
0: Do it from the, the, their website. Right. Or their official website, connect your wallet, and then enter the game for right. the most part.
1: And this is interesting, too. Like, look at this picture, guys, of Champ Medici. We had 42 retweets and 90 likes. People coming out of nowhere. And that's what we need. Honestly, this is what we need every time champions post something. If we could do this every time... I guarantee you we're going to
0: reach way more people. Oh, his name happens to be Champ. How interesting. Oh, and he has a uh, gatekeeper. Nice. I
3: of surprised
0: that um, with, like,
3: what is it, 40 or 60,000 followers, he doesn't have more likes and retweets. But that just goes to show how much people are sleeping on it, even when someone like that posts it.
0: I know.
1: Yeah, and the guy definitely has heat in his wallet. He's got a couple cryptopunks. He's got BAYCs, MAYCs, so he's a real deal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the whole market getting slept on at this point, man. Bull Like like people throw around the term bull market, bull market and they want to wait 2 weeks to get out of it. I don't know, dip. You want to get in, you want to tell people what a real bull market is like? Oh, man, a bull market. I can. Is, I mean, I, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm at bear. People like keep talk about bear market, bear market. I think everybody's sleeping on NFTs in general. Like, we can talk about both bear and bull, but I, we, like, if we're in a bull market, we, we, we just entered it. Yeah. Uh, Fuck bear. If we're in a bear market, <laughs> sorry, guys, <laughs> we just entered the bear market. Well, it just, <laughs> what like, does uh, the rest of that shit look like?
1: Well, man, the biggest thing is we don't know how long this bear market's going to last, right? Honestly, I think we've been in a bear market since the beginning of 2020. Because in 2019 was honestly the last bull run I seen. Um, And that's when you saw apes fucking, you know, going for crazy money. Crypto punks going for crazy money. You had Mm -hmm. penny stocks going from 50 cents all the way to 10, $15 a share, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's a bull, that's a bull run. A bull run is when everything goes, it doesn't matter if it's a shitty company, a shitty project, everything goes so uh-huh. right now, like, we're very blessed to be in this bear market just because it's weeding out all the bad projects, which is good. Uh-huh. And the only ones left are surviving are the ones that are really going to be the ones to take off. Um, so right. As you see, Ethereum's like probably like 1492 right now as we speak. I don't know. Um, last time I checked on it, it was under 1500 so I think it has room to go lower. I think it might hit twelve hundred, maybe, maybe a thousand. You know, I could be wrong. Fourteen
3: fifty five right now, bro. Yeah. Fourteen fifty five.
1: Oh wow, wow. So yeah, so I mean, and and you saw it as soon as we hit that two thousand, it went down. It rejected it hard. So we are still in a bear market. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't help that the merge is coming. People were scared. Just because two miners that mine Ethereum, they're not going to be able to mine Ethereum anymore because it's going to be moved to proof of stake instead of mining, right? So there's just a lot of, of what ifs in there. So I think that's why this price is tanking pretty hard. And it's the end of August, guys. The Fed, they're off their vacation. They're coming back off their yachts and over in Italy and vacation and all that. So they're going to come back and they're going to start cracking down on some, you know, CPI. They're going to start cracking down on some interest rates. So that's what people are bracing for right now as well.
3: You think they are already pressing it into the market that they're going to raise interest rates again?
1: Definitely. Definitely.
0: This is what this this new dip is about? It might be. It it, It could be. It also could have been a quick rebound from something that was already falling, right? Like you know, it doesn't just go straight down. Well, yeah, There's movement, movement up, movement down.
1: On the year, on the year, on the chart for a year, on the on the chart, it says it had a head and shoulders, so you knew it was going to take a dip because it was forming a head and shoulders on the year chart, and then it's just a matter of time that other shoulder is going to come, and then you're going to see a big big drop, just like we're seeing right now, um, and I and I just. Mm-hmm. Think because that merge is coming up so soon, man, and a lot of things could go wrong. Um, A lot of people can lose money. A lot of people are going to lose money because they're not going to be able to mine. What are they going to do with their miners? They got to do something with them, right? Um, So, yeah.
0: If you you look into the merge, so the merge, is there a date for that right now? This is for Ethereum. The Ethereum merge where they're going over to where uh, the gas fees will be way lower and it'll just be more efficient.
1: Around the same time, the slice <laughs> is gonna come
0: out. Oh, how fun! <laughs> 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 We're two, be running around. two big events. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh no, I was
3: thinking about something else. Completely. Yeah. Re- yeah. Thinking about something
0: yeah, yeah. else. Yeah. No, so yeah. I, I guess we just we just watch. Like I don't know, brave people will hold ETH when it dips, right? If the merge goes well, I think that's a good a good investment. Um, if I don't know what a bad merge looks like. We you know, it's just it doesn't work. The gas is still high when when there's when there's a, a better market.
1: Bugs, hacks, just different stuff, man. Uh Okay. And then also Marketing. Right. And you got to think all these miners, like companies that have like 100 like 10,000 miners, right? What are they going to do with all that? Like once it moves to proof of stake, you can't mine Ethereum no more. Mhm. So, and mining's all about confirming blockchain transactions, right? That's why miners get paid because it's proof of work. Like, their computer is literally unraveling transactions so that way they can be in order. Now, with proof of stake, I don't know how the hell they're going to do that or if they're going to have some trouble or some bugs along the way. But it could be a good thing or it could be a
0: bad thing. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, as technology gets better, gas fees get low or non-existent that's what will allow other projects and and i think the masses to come in but easier so this is part of it part of the road my my big concern is going to be how
3: safe will it be at that point to move nfts between your wallets until they actually uh get everything figured out right so that's going to be one of the biggest things, like moving into the merge as the NFT space, is going to be um, that time until everything's actually settled with the proof of stake. I personally won't probably move things between my wallets um, until after that. I might not even mint anything, depending unless it's going to be something that's going to be like a guaranteed or a free mint, right? Like because I don't want to take the chance of me being one that finds one of those bugs or someone has found a way to hack and access things between transax- transactions in the blockchain. Right. You know what I mean? to manipulate stuff like that. And that's what they're, they're going to be looking for to begin with, is to find those, those exploits. But if they're not going to be able to do it until it's live, that doesn't make me very confident as someone who wants to be using the ETH blockchain for doing any kind of NFT transactions, movements, crypto movements, you know what I mean. Yeah. So, and that's the reason why that's
1: a lot of people use e- the Ethereum because of the security, right? Now we don't know how strong yep. their security is going to be once they do the merge.
3: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, but getting back to the market, like you're saying, Dip, like head and shoulders, totally. If I'm looking at it, uh, looking at it live right now and looking at a one week uh, forecast, we are. in the downward right shoulder of a a head and shoulders. And it's going, like, based on, like, that, like, the low, if you look back for just a couple years, goes all the way back down to 300. A couple weeks later, get all the way back down to under 100, man. So, I mean, like, it's going to take a few weeks if we don't bust out of a a bear market, or bust into a bear market by the time um, we roll into, like spring next year and going into summer next year, like the bull market um, may not, may or the bear market lay, may last that long if not longer, but if we don't like if we don't bust out of it by spring to summer I, it's going to be going way, way
2: low
0: yeah, it- just, this is just yeah
2: so this is just my uh my personal take on it right i'm not an economist i don't spend a lot of time but i think we're going to get hit hard and it's going to last longer than people are expecting it to um just with the economic repercussions from the covid pandemic i do not see us bouncing back to a bull market um in even six months uh that's just me that's just the way that i'm looking at it i think tech is going to get demolished um in the next half a year that's just again, me personally, um, there's a lot of things that just needed to get done to make sure that we could adjust for that pandemic. But um, there's a lot of money that just kind of turned the world, right? Um, And a lot of that's going to get, you know, needs to get paid back in some form or fashion um, with taxes and and all that. Like I, you know, we just had student loan relief that just got got out. I have a student loan. So I'm stoked on that because I'm like, sweet, I got some some free money. Do, Do I love the long-term implications of what that means for my taxes not really uh, <laughs> but in the short run I'm pretty happy that I got it um so I just think that there's a lot um there's a lot that's go- that's happening um so far as as macros I think that's the sexy term everybody uses now is the macros um but I, I just don't don't see this being a quick thing guys um and I think I think that that hodl mentality of uh, especially that we were able to get these when we did, I think is going to be pretty awesome. And the fact that we have these prime internals, because, you know, as people are, as we are in an economic downturn, like people are going to be gaming, right? Uh, Because they're going to need to keep their utilities, right? They have to keep electricity on um, at this point internet is pretty much a mandatory function of people's lives. um, So they're going to need that. And if they already have the games, right, they're going to be gaming more. Um, So it is an opportunity for for, you know, uh, for champions and for other games. If you have a free to play component, it's a really good way to get people the door um, when life is kind of shitty and then when it's not, you know, and then they have more then maybe they'll be able to actually buy in and get an NFT. Anyways, that was. <laughs> those are just my thoughts on it. Um, but uh, I think it's going to be an interesting time. Another thing on the, uh, Ethereum, just with the miners um, being out of work in that right, will um, be interesting. Like if anybody's in the market for like computer hardware, it's probably going to be a good time. I'm going to imagine there's the the market is kind of going to be flooded with uh, used computer hardware because people aren't going to need as much of it anymore. Um, I don't know if we're still in a microchip shortage, but I'm guessing if we are, a lot of that is gonna get, that might potentially get repurposed for other microchips, uh, potentially for cars, I know that was a big deal. So um, the world's crazy, man, like it's all, it's all interconnected, right, um, like especially in, in the world we live in now, right, with our, our move towards globalization um, and a lot of that being towards urbanization. Um, I think we're gonna see some pretty interesting things happen in the next couple months
1: yeah interesting too Vita. you put that there uh the the merge is set for September sixth so that could be a big reason why we're seeing a huge dip right now just because it's so close like we're literally two weeks away
2: yeah and, if, and the miners might just be dropping dropping off all their 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 uh their ethereum right like it's going to be as as valuable to them um moving forward so interesting uh hmm
3: Wow. So what you're saying is buy a bunch of computer chips when they come up for sale and then resell them to Chrysler, Dodge, Ford, Kia, Honda. You become the middleman, <laughs> V? That's that's <laughs> your financial <laughs> that's you your not your not myself, advice out of all that. Not that's my situation. You if you're smart <laughs> enough,
1: yeah, definitely, man. I mean, some of these big miners that have thousands of uh, – these people that have thousands of miners. I mean, they got to make some type of money back, right? So I, I, would be like, I would be hitting up dealerships right now.
0: Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that, well, bitcoin, bitcoin's not moving right. off. Bitcoin's staying on proof of, uh, proof of work. Right. So just start mining bitcoin. It's just not a lot. Oh, no, go ahead. Not a lot. What twenty million? Yeah, it's harder to get it.
2: You get a lot halving less. But it's worth a lot more. So. Final halving is next year.
3: I don't know that either.
2: I'm not sure on that.
0: Okay, so I'll, I'll fact check that. I'll fact check my snowbirds. <laughs> <worries. laughs> carry, carry on, tears. carry on. I know our guest watchmen watchmen. Brought up. Um. So no, that's part of it. And I think uh, Vita was uh, continuing the point that I was struggling to make is a bear market. And I, I first got, I was, I was lucky enough to get into buying a Bitcoin in ETH in the last bear market, like 2017. I heard about it before then. I've seen his big bull run. I think the first big bull run where Bitcoin became like a household name was, uh, it got up to like 17,000 or 19,000. And then I remember the bear market right after that, where everybody was like, oh, like kind of shit like right now, like, oh, that was a fad. It's not real money. Uh, it's not a real asset. And I think Bitcoin was around 3,000, 4,000 for about like a whole year and a half or something. Maybe two years. Um, and that's when I started buying in. I said that before. I didn't buy a lot, right? I wasn't aping in, but I was buying into Bitcoin. I was like, oh, okay, nobody's talking about it. Everybody turned their back on Bitcoin. I think it's the time to buy, um, which is a good thing. I Meaning in bear markets, if you're smart, like that's when you buy. Um, but they could last a long ass time. And people who are in the space lose all faith. In the whole, uh, the whole sector, the whole asset, all of cryptocurrency and Web3, you're going to see people completely... Like, a real bear market is where people not only sell and they FUD and they get afraid, they just completely lose faith and stop talking about it altogether. That's a bear market. It doesn't even fucking exist to people no more. That's a real bear market. Like strong we, just, we just got one foot in.
1: Like strong nodes. It doesn't exist no more,
0: guys. <laughs> <laughs> they just disappear. Right, and it's shit like that where people's like, "Oh, the whole fucking face sucks." Like, look at all these nodes that went to zero. Look at all this and all that. But at the same time, it's like uh, there's some good technology here that will emerge. Right, like and that's just Not only that but
3: we've yeah. NFTs yeah. have already cemented the- themselves in the uh, the culture and the psyche of the of normal people. Right, like they- even normal people now have heard of some f- form of NFT. When you got when I have friends that are calling me that are like, have you heard of this? Have you heard of that? And I'm like, Yeah, I have. <laughs> like the when those people are calling me about it, I'm like, Yeah. People know about mm-hmm. it. Right. Yeah. It, and and those type of ideas don't just go away. They usually just like you said, Dad, they sit on the back burner and then when a real bull comes, that's when you make your money.
1: Yeah. Like, so you gotta think. Slice is coming out right um I don't know of another project that's having s- that's a gaming project that has something like this coming out with the level of graphics the the communication right the social aspect the dancing all this stuff we have like you really want to look at other projects even alluvium right now there's not even no gameplay or alpha or anything out right now so we're in one of the only games that has, a slice, some type of alpha coming out next month, right? So that puts us on a really good track.
3: Yeah. I'm pretty we're, sure we have
1: alpha coming up soon. Champions leading the way though, baby. You see we're already coming
3: up I have yeah but champions the graphics on them are so much better. Like completely different. Not to mention the fact that like they're gonna be in alpha for months and months and it's probably going to take a couple years for them to get in out of beta, right? Whereas Champions is talking about having us being able to play alpha sometime soon. Months. Months, yes. Within months. Not months and months and years. Like, we'll be playing it.
1: We'll be playing it. Yeah, which is great. Like You're seeing this thing and it's they have perfect timing because the combat alpha is coming out during Christmas, December, like, that's one of the best times to release games. Why? Because people are spending money buying presents, buying games for their kids. Kids, oh, you know, even kids that are going to be into NFTs, they're going to want a champion. They're going to see the alpha gameplay, the combat, and they're going to want a champion.
0: Right. One of those
3: elementals, especially if the parents can get them for a decent price, right? Right, because they're affordable. 60, 70 bucks. Even cheaper, possibly, dude. You never know. Like, if they want to have a real big turnout, like, a a huge... If they want to actually release it for worldwide
0: consumption, like... There's a lot of people that have to reach, man. We've talked about it before. It depends on It depends on how many they want to drop, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's a limited asset, so yep. however many elementals they're going to mint, of course, they can make new runs and new runs and new runs. I don't think we've heard anything yet, but you know, how many do they want to start with? Do they want to sell out? Do they want to keep them on the shelves? Like, what, what do they want to do when it's, you know, I, I guess any, any way makes sense, right? You can have you, you can put up 100000 on debt, and you can be very clear with people like, look, we're not intending to sell out 100000 but these are all we're going to mint, and these, this is pretty much, you can look at it like a warehouse, and people can come in and buy when they want. That makes a lot of sense. Or, or, they, or they can look to sell out. They can maybe run 5000 to 10000 and, and hope to sell out and hope to, to drive the floor price up after that.
3: That says so, nothing for the uh, overall, like, if Primes are going to be the only ones that they can reset the breeding on, though, that would leave so little opportunity for breeding, for actual gameplay. Yeah, right?
2: I, is that confirmed, though, that it's just the Prime Eternals and the Eternals that get breed counts reset?
3: Just Prime Eternals that's is nice. what they said so in the library. It. Yeah, we're, we're the only ones, and
1: honestly, I, I saw a question, and it was asked in the town hall about on whether Primes are the only ones who can generate Messina tokens? Yes. Because they've been telling us that the whole time, ever since before Mint, the reason why is Messina tokens are used for land. Primes are the only one who can generate that for land.
0: I don't know. Let just ask that basic-ass question. Come on now. Like, that was, that's the only reason I bought a damn Prime in the first place. That's the only reason I came in. Plus, the game looked good, but yeah. 'Cause you got you are you, you you have the you have what's generating the economy. And and the thing to to purchase the land.
1: Right. Primes can the Messina, the diamond token, remember that too. Diamond token for diamond armor, um, essence and bone. Like, primes are gonna be able to this is what I'm thinking, gonna be able to regenerate that, especially Messina and Essence. Like, that might be a must.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, let's go there. So the gameplay is coming out. That that's good for exposure to the project. It's fun to play, you know. That's me personally. Like that's not the thing I'm excited for. I'm really waiting to see um, what how many tokens we're generating. Waiting to see the land gameplay and kind of what it will go for on the market. That's we have to wait a year for that, right? And I, I've not looked at the timeline. Or refresh my memory on the timeline, but that's that's twenty twenty three, correct? Yep. Any type of staking, token generating,
1: yep, land, mm-hmm. anything. And I am um, really interested, and I hope we have a, a town hall to s- soon with the economy. Uh, who, who's ever you know uh, heading the economy right now in Zero Cool's place? Because that would be some very that would be a very good thing just to get some insight. We're not asking about details about numbers. We just we want to know where his head is at. Right, where he's thinking, yeah. how he's thinking. I love that. I love analyzing people. Just to be like, damn, you know. The reason why I love listening to Zero Cool so much is because that guy went into so much deep stuff that you didn't even think about. Now they said that the guy replacing him is just as good, so I'm very interested to uh, hearing from him. Honestly,
0: that's where it's at. Like, that's pretty much what's important. Like whether too, and when we we had it, we interviewed Zero Cool, which is cool. And I'm gonna refer to that interview. But um, it's, I think some of us are concerned. I know I was a little bit concerned whether the, the tokenomics starts in a bear market, if that counts or not, like if that matters, that will impact the project or the price th- that you'll get. Um, but Zero said something interesting. He said, this is, you know, one of his theories is once the blockchain becomes very efficient and gaskets are very low, it'll separate itself, like a gaming project will separate itself from the overall... Bear market, where people just coming into the game and not having to rely on like a a clunky system, but a quick, efficient, low priced system, then.